Don't you want to be mistress of Pemberley? Of course you do. podcast books and bum rolls i gave you the best part right? yeah you did <laughs> it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife <laughs> doesn't that get you in the mood it does such wisdom is sentences <laughs> so i have a question for you and do ready? i feel worried <laughs> you should feel worried <laughs> does it bother you to have such low connections <laughs> since we are sisters we have the same connections i am i am ashamed as you might have already guessed, we are talking about Pride and Prejudice in our first episode. So, Pride and Prejudice is a legendary, very beloved book of Jane Austen. Were you surprised that it has such a... Because this is not our first reading, this is our yeah, yeah, se- is it second for me, is it second for Yeah, me? it's second for me too, and after a few years passed. Me too. Yeah. M- my first impression was, like, uh, I loved it. And I understood yeah. completely the, uh, you know, how people love it too. But, but how this old time, were you? Yeah, I think the perspective I, does change. I don't think I was a teenager. Yeah, I was a teenager too, so I was more, you know, ugly Mr. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Darcy. I'm <laughs> loving Elizabeth. Well, Elizabeth yeah, is adoring always... adoring Elizabeth. And she grows on you. That's why I love about her. She does grow yeah. on you. Okay, so let's go back to the context. What? Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about... I uh, actually do know, you know, about the author and all of that, but... Um, Not a it's lot, 19th century. It is the 19th century. It's exactly... It was published in 1813. Was it her first novel? No, uh, she has been writing she since she was 14, and oh, now really? you understand that actually even earlier, her first serious writing, she decided she was going to write seriously for profit when she was 14. I don't know much about uh, you know, her yeah. life and all of that, but I was surprised. Uh, there is a conversation between Charlotte and uh, Elizabeth. They talk about marriage and all. Yeah. And what I got from it was really like um, how smart and educated they were. Like the way Extremely. they were, they knew exactly how uh, to express themselves. Yeah, uh, they were for women of uh, you know they're not yeah. aristocrats. No, actually, Jane Austen and most of the characters she writes about are is part of the second class, what we call second class. It's either landed gentry, what we call gentry. They are gentle oh, people. You know, that's very strange because uh, I didn't get that. I know you told me that later, but at first uh, yeah. reading. Uh, I thought they were very, very lowly, like no, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we come back to that. Sisters! <laughs> okay. I didn't get that they were okay. gentry. You can feel when an author writes about their own time, yeah. or when an author writes about time that's past, she doesn't give you the context or explain things because she expects you to understand everything. But it's obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious for them. A lot of things are just implied because it's obvious. For example, uh, that Mr. Bennett has an estate... It already implies that they are gentry, they're landed gentry. Actually, we get the detail of it, that uh, Mr. Bennet is actually the gentleman, and Mrs. Bennet is... Is the trash. Is the trash. <laughs> She's the daughter of an attorney. Ew! <laughs> and her brother is, in, is a tradesman. So clearly Mr. Bennet has been seduced by her yeah. appeal, physical appeal. Physical appeal. Yeah, and, then and didn't look... Uh, Really into it. But um, maybe you know this, um, with Jane Austen, with her father. Uh, Because she seems to idolize the father and really put the mother in a very bad light. I mean, she deserves it. (laughs) But the thing is... um, Actually, no, if you look really into it. What? The attitude of Mrs. Bennet. She is actually the one who's looking out for her daughters. 
as well as she understands it. And that's, that's the true. thing. In my first reading, oh, we're I gonna agree on that. Hated her. I despised her. I despised her, yeah. and I understand. And I thought, you know, oh, poor Mr. Bennett, he's yeah, in a living hell. Like that. Yeah. My first impression, especially from yes. the start of the book, start of the book, you feel like um, uh, they're very different people. They go in direct, like they reason differently. Well, Mrs. Bennett doesn't, doesn't reason, reason at all. <laughs> that's the thing. But they're a good match. At least that was my. Um, that was my impression. Like yes, they're a good it match. did sound like it felt like a happy house. Well, you do pity Mr. Bennett because of yes. you know the hysteria in the house, but <laughs> <laughs> the nerves, the nerves, the nerves, too much nerves. <laughs> There's an interesting point at the beginning of the book why Mrs. Bennett is just going after her husband uh, for him to go pay a visit to Mr. Greenlee mm. for them to be introduced. This way, he could introduce his daughters and uh, yes. It has to be done done that way. There yeah. is no... Um, because they couldn't just go and visit. No. This is one of the, the things that Jane Austen only implies. She doesn't feel the need to explain it because these are one of the rules that everybody knows at the time. It's a bit complicated because uh, Mrs. Lawn that they talk about... Well, Mrs. Bennet says that Mrs. Lawn already knows uh, Mr. Bingley, but uh, she thinks that Mrs. Lawn will not <laughs> inter- introduce them because she has nieces of her own, and then she calls her selfish. She already decided everything. Like she didn't do anything. That woman. Poor anyway, Mrs. like uh, everything is in the hands of Mr. Bennett. Yeah. But how could he? Because he pays a visit to Mr. Yes. Bingley. How could he just go without having been introduced himself? It is actually a rule that if a gentleman comes into a neighborhood, like there's a new neighbor, uh, a man can pay a visit to a man he doesn't know to welcome him into the neighborhood, even if he's a superior. Let's say even if a titled gentleman yeah. moved into the neighborhood, which wouldn't happen, they have properties, but still, Mr. B- Mr. Bennett would have the right, and it would be only polite if he paid a call to the gentleman. Well, I think from the start, Lizzie and Jane are portrayed to be kind of apart. Yes. In this way. And I don't think it's only a portrayal, it's true. They are. I mean, Lizzie is witty. Yes. Uh, Jane, oh my god. Jane. Jane, at least, you know, Jane knows how uh, to uh, yes. knows how to behave. She's kind. That's what the the first portrayal of her is her kindness. That she's, um, she thinks the best of everyone. Well, uh, yeah. And it's fucking boring for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Don't you have a shred of character, woman? But actually, remember that we see her yeah. through Lizzie's eyes. So first of all, you being my sister and all. Do you think it's normal to <laughs> to like love your sister so much that you would like sing her praises every time? No, it's very strange and creepy. Very creepy to me. Like you insulted you... me, I think three times since the introduction. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, we just talk about like, your low connections. They are very shared, low. shared. What a shame. <laughs> Yeah, it's Lizzie that describes her sister to be candid without ostentation or design, to take the good of everybody's character and make it still better. Mm. So she's an imbecile. Well, first of all, do people like that exist? Like, you're t- talking about yes. Jane Austen being a subtle writer, which I don't yeah. think she is. Not a subtle. I think she was. She knew the human... She understood human nature. You'll see it later when she describes Mr. Collins. What made him Mr. Collins? It's yeah. a whole story. She went very in-depth into that. Well, I know Mr. Collins is your favorite character, but I know. we're talking I'm about an, Jane I'm now. in love with him. <laughs> He's lovely. <laughs> Actually, for me, Mr. Collins what? is the main character <laughs> of this book. About Jane, like for me, she seems to be of one one shade. Like yes, there's not much nuance to her. Yeah, I, I don't like her. She's not very interesting. I dislike. She looks naive but pushed to the extreme. 
the willingness to believe the best of people is good, but in some cases it gets ridiculous. Well, actually, I think she's very well paired with Bingley, who seems yes. to be a bore too. It doesn't have a lot of character, apart from being amiable, being, I don't know, jolly and uh, having good humor. That's uh, all. That's naive all he is. too. Yes, a child. Easy going. Jane! They're perfect for each other. And actually, Jane is described opposite to her sister. And in yes. the same, I would say in the same paragraph, Mr. Bingley is described opposite to, to Mr. Darcy. Oh. Um, so I think there was a logic there. Yeah. Like, because they're going to sure. be paired mm. later on, they're going to be couples. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't get that. Because, like, even with Darcy and Bingley, you don't see why they are friends. Yeah, that's the thing about Mr. Darcy. When you see who his friends are, he has very extroverted, nice friends like that. Like Mr. Bingley or the Colonel Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald is yes. his cousin. I don't think he can yeah, shun him. <laughs> no, I think they're friends. Like, I'm sure he has cousins he shuns. <laughs> it's Mr. Darcy. He's okay. described Mr. Darcy as being haughty, reserved and fastidious. But he's also described as handsome, tall, with a good figure. Those are physical attributes. I'm talking very about... important, apparently, at the time. No, very important, but doesn't make him less of a wanker. No, he's a dick at first. Oh, massive such a wank. Like... Raging. He does have, like, uh, yeah, yeah, he does have a bit of superiority complex and all. <laughs> but at first, it's not a you complex, can... it's true. It's true, it's true. <laughs> Pemberley, 10,000 pounds a year! I don't think it's Do I have the crazy eyes? Why say anything? You do have. I must have. <laughs> he gives the impression of not being comfortable in places where there are a lot of people he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to act, even though there, he must have been educated in that kind of stuff. He's just... Or sometimes he just uh, barges in into mm. people's homes and just stays quiet. <laughs> but they do that. All of them do that. It's in the rules. You can't do that. Well, barging in is rude. Now, barging in and being awkward, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go to your house and weird you out. <laughs> And stare at you for a long, long time. Staring, being silent, yes. being obviously like not knowing what to do. Yes. Haven't you ever felt like that as an introvert? If I throw you like right now in the middle of a marriage oh, party. Of course. Like yes. as an introvert, you are seen a lot of the times the wrong way. Like as haughty, as, haughty, yeah. as completely like as a wanker. Even yeah. though like it's not your intention. But what I'm saying about what he says, like what he says about yes. Lizzie, is just yes, rude. Yeah, and mean. she's... I'm not sure if he knows it or not, but she's within uh, earshot. Like. No, she didn't know it. He d- he's not cruel. He doesn't seem to be cruel, but no, the way he says it, like, So it's okay to stab her in the back? Yes, <laughs> apparently. He doesn't know her. As long as the lady cannot hear, you can shit on her. You may. You may. <laughs> uh, so uh, I want to go back to the Bingleys. They are introduced as a respectable family. They're, and they do say that, that their fortune had been acquired through trade. Yes, and that is So something. I'm just wondering, like, where do they get all their heirs from? Like, Miss, especially Miss Bingley. What's all uh, that about? So Miss Bingley, actually, yeah. the, her attitude is a testament to her lower class compared to the Bennets, for example. Who are actually higher. So Oh, people, that yeah. I will never... Be, like, you already told me that yeah, and I really don't get it. It's actually true. Actually, this is another funny thing of the um, things that Jane Austen only implied. The fact that the Bingleys are coming and renting uh, oh, the place. Right. Yeah. It means he doesn't have a land, which means they are new money. They were in trade. They can aspire to be in second class by marrying in. Uh, so we are introduced to Mr. Bingley that's going to fall in love with uh, Jane. Uh, Miss Bingley, his sister. Mrs. Hurst, his other sister. Yes. And Mr. Darcy, who's for some reason with them. 
uh, I don't know what's with the parties, like traveling together and all they that. They do that a lot because they don't have much to do, I think. It seems... They don't work for a living. And I think they do have this thing, like going from house to house, having parties everywhere. Uh, so we are introduced to Mr. Darcy at this assembly, would you call it? Or is it a yes, ball? Yes, it's an assembly ball. So it's a public ball. It's a public ball, yes. It was alright for uh, like uh, someone as Mr. Darcy yes. of his class. To be oh. at a public ball? Yes, yes, they were very. They were for the uh, the for the gentry, the aristocracy. For... No, yeah. And they could mix with the lower not classes. Not really mix, of course not. It's uh, they weren't. I think it goes down maybe to the third class, but no lower. What's the third class? Uh, the clergy, the tradesmen, the merchants, the attorneys, the doctors. Very low. Very low. A doctor. doctor. <laughs> How dare you save lives? Oh, actually, by the way, what's a clergyman doing at a public ball? Exactly. What's happening under this robe? I don't know. <laughs> Something unholy, I'll tell you. <laughs> so there's uh, one thing that seems obvious to everyone and yeah. wasn't so obvious to me. Like, they all said that Jane was such a favorite of Mr. Bingley's. Uh, nothing happened. Nothing should happen or would happen at the time. <laughs> you will not find them in a corner. <laughs> she was like favorite of his just because he danced twice with her. It's a code. It's a code. They all know if he chooses to dance twice with a lady, she's clearly marriage material. I thought they were all crazy. I mean, no. Mrs. Bennet, I expected it from her. <laughs> but they were all even Lizzie, yes, yes. so... It was, uh, again, one of the things that you're supposed to understand. Interesting. Okay, so we talked about Mr. Um, Darcy and Mr. Bingley and this... Yes. Uh, Ooh, oh, let's go to Caroline Bingley. Caroline. Caroline. I don't know what to say about her. Oh, she's a sad person. She is. Yeah, she's trying very hard to uh, with Mr. Darcy because she wants to marry up to... It's not by love of Mr. Darcy, I don't think so. No. No, but she's... Uh, We're not told how old she is. We're not told, but the way she's desperate. I'm mm -hmm. thinking she must be... Like in a horrible old age, like 25 or something. Yeah, on the way to spinsterhood. She's done. Oh, do no. you feel, do you start feeling like self-conscious about your age now? No, you feel that it's uh, a different it time. Like there's a sense of urgency. for. Although, yeah. we don't feel it. We mm. don't feel it in the book. Like we feel it with Charlotte. We feel yeah. her situation. We feel her age. We feel her thinking about the, mm. the future. Yes. But Lizzie... Whose situation oh. is no better, yeah. doesn't seem to be bothered. Actually, oh. even when she gets the offer of her life, mm. that this is not going to happen again, ever. Yeah. Even before, like, it really hurts me to say it, but even before Mr. Darcy. Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins yeah. was a reasonable offer for her. Yes. Actually, that, that was something that I picked up on. Lizzie is portrayed, and she is intelligent and reasonable, but still... She's young, and I like that we see that too. The problem is, like, uh, for Lizzie, mm. the way she doesn't seem to be thinking about the future is um, when she goes to visit Mr. Collins and Charlotte mm -hmm. after their marriage, this could be her life. It's dreadful when you think about it. Like, if you're a reasonable person, <laughs> that's why, well, maybe you're right when you say she's young. She's not unreasonable, yes. she's just young. Mm. Because truly, that would be her situation. Maybe Charlotte wouldn't kick her to the curb mm. after her father's death. Maybe the other girls would be married. Mm. So she would be living with Charlotte and Mr. Collins. Yes. And she could have been living with Mr. Collins, since yes, it's the same the thing. Mistress but as the house. Mistress yeah. of the house. Not like a despised cousin. Like a... She's, yeah. Out of charity. Not once do we see her uh, Wonder worry about, about that, that no. ever. No, with, with Charlotte, she was very wrong. Like, I hated what she did to her supposed friend. How harsh she was with her. 
in judging because her. Because of Mr. Collins. Because of Mr. Collins. Like, if you imagine waking up, like, beside that every goddamn morning. Oh, and we I'm were talking, talking, sorry. We were talking about um, physical descriptions. Yeah. He is not described as I being know. Just disgusting. As being short. He's, He's not short. It surprised me that he was described as being tall. And I don't remember that. I always had tall? the image of Mr. Colin being short. Oh, yeah, from the show. From the but movie. The, his character makes him small. It's his soul. <laughs> And 25. Yes. I, oh, you feel a little aged. Who would have been perfect for Mr. Collins? Oh, yes. <laughs> and have met a match made in heaven? Mary. Mary. Of they course. would have pontificated to each other morning and night. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we learn at some point that rather early, actually, which yeah. a notion that I'm not sure everyone knows what it is. Mm. Wasn't it in uh, Downton Abbey also? Like yes, this it Intel was in thing? Downton Abbey. So the problem is that Longbourn is entailed. And Mr. and Mrs. Bennet have always been counting on a male heir that didn't come. And the daughters don't have any substantial dowries that would make them desirable to a partner. And the property, even though it brings £2,000 a year, which is quite a bit, because the average income for a family, and a good family, but not to, it was £100 a year. Oh. They could keep a servant, one servant, on £100 a year. So it's already quite a, yeah. a comfortable life. So you are right about uh, talking about Lizzie and her attitude is very strange. If she's aware of the family situation. She is. Yeah, they should all be panicking. I think Jane is more aware. Yes. Yes, because yes. she says Jane that she must... Jane doesn't uh, throw away the match. No. Even if, as you say, it's kind of... Uh, she's marrying down, which is not obvious. Yes, but she's marrying to money. Means her sisters will never be destitute, and the situation is even more dire than you think about it, because they have absolutely nothing. And in that case, either family would take them, or they would have to work. And in their case, uh, they would have to work as maybe governesses if they're lucky. And that's the thing; it's mentioned that Mrs. Bennet neglected their education. Oh, so they can't. So even... even that they cannot do. Right. So actually, Mrs. Bennet, it's obvious that she's uh, empty-headed. <laughs> but her husband is also just not obvious. Yeah, he's kind of um, neglectful. Yeah, but squandering the money, not squandering, and about... just not being care, not thinking about the future, not, not thinking being careful. About the future, yeah. yeah. And uh, when we say two thousand pounds a year, you have to realize that the expenses of maintaining the estate, yeah. of uh, being the landed lord there, so you have to help maintain the church. You have a lot of responsibility towards your tenants. Oh. Yeah, so a lot of money. Uh, oh, you have to have, maintain a certain way of life if you have land. So you have to have servants, like we said. Mm. You have to have at least one carriage. Horses that come with it. And on and on. Let's talk about maybe one of the most shameful... I mean, there's a lot of shameful episodes in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jane is invited to dine uh, with Bingley's sister. En tête à tête as they say. That would have been pretentious enough to be said by Caroline Bingley. I can feel it. Yeah, because on the it means, like, don't bring your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Don't bring the fool into the house. And her mother refuses to give her the carriage. Yes. And she's really thinking that it might rain and yeah. Jane might get... Did she think, like, she might catch cold or she yes. just might get... Uh, no, I think she was uh, hoping she might get catch a cold there. She was hoping for it. Yeah. It's a whole scheming thing and this very quick thinking. Oh, yeah. To a good level. <laughs> She's a really quick thinker, Mrs. Bennett. It works. And the shame of situation, I felt it so deeply. I'd die, I think. I, I'd give myself to the sickness. 
They don't seem to be that bothered. No, at all. I think the situation, another embarrassing situation is how they stay very long with other people. Jane goes away for months on end with her uncle. Lizzie goes to the Collins. But again, Collinses like, for six weeks. It's not as fat now. Mm, there is a difference. Why? Well, first of all, she was invited to a dinner, a dinner on tete a tete. They yeah. did say, uh-huh. like implying, don't bring the sisters, please don't bring the mother. Just Eat you. and go away. We like you, we can stand you for uh, just an evening, but then go. And then she schemes to spend the night, and she does write to the family that her friends will not hear of her returning until she feels better. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> You went there and you got sick. But the thing is, I'll expect that the bingoes would have had a carriage there. They could have sent her back. They but didn't. they can't. Why? She must insist on it. No one insisted. Nobody opposed Mrs. Bennet. But Jane is a, you know, bland and obedient <laughs> child. Of course, she's not going to oppose her. I think Lizzie would have. She protested, but yes. only that. But and what can father, you do? It's so outrageous what she's doing. The no, mother. I think it's a modern perspective of us. Yeah, 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 the, the, the scheming is disgusting. I'm talking about the... Remember, the houses are different. Like, you cannot see this person for the whole three days if you want. But still, she was really... She was an annoyance. No, I think... Yes, yes, yes of course. From our modern perspective, you'd die of shame. But, to, like, imposing on people. Imposing? But the thing is, the perspective is different. Houses are smaller. Income is smaller. We don't have fortunes like that of just running around. And having social relationship with each other. So it doesn't matter if you stay there. It's not going to really impose on anyone. Yeah, but when you are imposed on, no, what can you do? Like, you can't throw her to the... <laughs> I think this is you, as an introvert speaking and imagining someone's going to come. Like, <laughs> like really? Like, already made Imagine the sacrifice. <laughs> invited someone to dinner. Yes. And they just catch a cold, on purpose, <laughs> and stay at her house. Oh, yeah, you kick them out first. <laughs> really? And then they just, you know, convalesce. In your yes. house. But there was the insistence of Mr. Bingley, who really, really insisted on Jane they didn't, staying. They did not oppose much of a resistance. They were not like, no, we will go. Actually, the carriage is no, here. that would we're have going. been impolite. To say, no, we're to going back To refuse hospitality like that. But it's not like I was invited to dinner. I had That's my dinner. That's the thing. If they now propose, I'm a sick bastard. Like, <laughs> I must go home. Is this something a bastard does? Uh, getting getting <laughs> sick at people's houses. So bastardly. <laughs> Definitely. No, really, because it's not like, uh, okay, uh, Jane is uh, an obedient child, Mrs. Bennet is Mrs. Bennet. What, yeah, what are we going to do? Screaming yeah, the father doesn't oppose much resistance. He just says, yeah, the carriage is uh, at the farm. When did Mr. Bennet ever do any yeah anything with his daughter, even his favorite daughters? Jane did not call for anyone to come. Just kind of hinted. Now... Lizzie, like, instead of going back with the carriage and saying, like, thank you for her spending the night, she spent the night. <laughs> and I'm yeah, gonna... outraged about that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna take sick Jane out of your hands. <laughs> Let's go back, me and sick Jane. <laughs> Let us go back to the house, please. We are already, yeah. you know, in your debt. She no. did say that. And then Didn't Mr. Bing... That. She was rude. She just said... What? Lizzie was rude? Yeah. How? Imagine in during breakfast. Dude, stop thinking like like an absolute shut-in. It's done. You just go and you visit. And then the, if they offer hospitality, you cannot refuse that insistingly. Because it will sound and look and be very rude. If someone like invites you, know you're staying. Um, like Mr. Bingley was with Lizzie. You're wrong about that. I'm going to tell I you wasn't. when. Because I'm going to prove it to you later. Yeah. I'm going to prove it to you where you were wrong. 
Well, actually, I'm gonna say you. <laughs> I'm gonna say it right now. Okay. When after, uh, like, how long do they spend in here? Where? Where uh, they the were not invited. <laughs> I think even the four few. days. Their mother still doesn't uh, yes. send the carriage because she's after, I don't yeah. know what she's uh, planning on. They're gonna live there or something. Uh-huh. Jane, uh, no, not Jane. Lizzie or Jane goes and asks uh, Bingley for the carriage. Yeah. So that's done. Like insisting and saying like he didn't want to, but they say no. Like they didn't have their after own carriage. After a few t- days. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were all happy to see them go. It is described that they're happy. Who? For Bingley. Who? Of course, they're, they're the shrews of sisters. I told you, they're the worst example you can find of a gentle woman. But... They're impolite, and it's illustrated many times that they have bad manners. How they talk about... Uh, and even Mr. Darcy disapproves of them. I don't know, I'm going to remind you of this when I find <laughs> it again. like Because I noted that, that uh, they were happy to see them go. And I thought, you know, when everyone is happy to see you go... Then Why were they happy? What, what do you think? Because Mr. Darcy remarked on Lizzie. Of course oh. she was happy to see Lizzie go. She was a, like a rival. Jealous, I and think. I think that was the time where he talked about her fine eyes. He called her handsome. I that was know. one of the weird things, like calling a woman handsome. If someone called me handsome, yeah, I would take it off. Please. What happened to pretty, beautiful, gorgeous, yeah, no, cute. handsome? Yeah, I'll take cute. I'll take cute. <laughs> okay, so there's another thing. Elizabeth sends for the mother, for the for her mother. Does she? Yeah, she does. Really? She sends for her mother. Like, why? On earth? Why? You remember when Mrs. Bennet comes? Oh, it was so embarrassing when she insulted Mr. Darcy. Again Insulted and again. Mr. Darcy. And Elizabeth oh, yeah. was ashamed. Yes. But she invited, she called for her. Why did she call for her? I don't remember. I don't remember her no, she being did. called for. No, she did. Are you sure she didn't come and invite like sick Jane? Uh, no, 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 not uninvited. Oh. She came and she wouldn't take Jane with her. Like, she came probably with a carriage. She didn't come yes. walking. No, clearly With not. her other daughters, she didn't come alone. Yes, yes, she, she came with the whole tribe. With the whole tribe, insulted the people that were taking sick Jane off her hands, and then wouldn't take her... Yeah, yeah actually, she wished her Jane remained for a bit longer. Yeah. Oh, oh come on, don't tell me that's no, no. done. No, Mrs. Bennet, nothing is done, Mrs. Bennet. <laughs> She's all wrong, everything about her. <laughs> There is uh, there is something that like they say that the um, their class of people at least Mr. Darcy's class of people mm. and Mr. Bingley I think he has like uh, good manners even though he's not of that cl- he's of a uh, inferior class but he yeah. he's well mannered. They say he's amiable and he's apparently very important to be amiable. Yes. Mr. Darcy is not, but no. he he can afford it kind of. Yes. Because he's high class. Ten pounds. What? Ten thousand pounds. <laughs> Uh, what surprised me in that scene, especially because uh, I'm gonna find the uh, the exact remark of Mr. Darcy because he did say something. Oh, he said that um, country neighborhoods. I don't remember exactly. Like you don't meet as as many interesting people interesting as people, something, uh, something logical and reasonable yeah. completely. Yes. And she took it. Personally. Oh man, she goes off the handle. <laughs> Yeah. But that's not surprising, you know, for, I wasn't surprised that Mrs. Bennet would act that way. Yes, would be. I was surprised by the uh, reaction of uh, of everyone else. Why? Because I don't remember that. Mm, no reaction. The thing is, like, they were, um, they didn't hide, like today, what would yes. happen if someone was... Rude. Well, if someone makes a rude remark, or um, like Mrs. Bennet takes something something the wrong way, if yeah. you know them, you can explain to them why they shouldn't take it the wrong yeah. way. But imagine like a formal setting, yes. and you would just ignore it and let it like smoothly yeah, 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 go. Yeah, they go. don't do it. Sm- no. They love they love awkwardness. I think you already told me that we remarked a bit upon it when we watch uh, period drama. 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of awkwardness. A lot of awkwardness. All the time. Even in modern stuff, like, modern stuff, 20th century stuff, like uh, Downton Abbey. A bit, yeah, a bit, a bit less. less. But still, a lot of awkwardness. They don't try to smooth it. That's I think they have so many set rules yeah. that as long as you travel within these rules, doesn't matter. And if someone goes out of the lines, yes, that's you when just you don't know what to yes. do. I think they were so... Regulated by these rules, yeah, the natural goes out of it. Well, actually, no. It's kind of phony to ignore someone's remark because it's disagreeable, or they shouldn't have said it, or it's like the frank way of dealing with it. Yes, the open way of dealing. It would have been to do what they did. Yeah, because what they did is they were surprised by her rudeness, Mm. and they show it. Actually, it is described that Mr. Darcy looks at her silently yeah. and turns away. Meaning, like, uh, you know, our idea of awkwardness, well, my idea of uh, mm. awkwardness of these people, that was supposed to be extra courteous and all yeah. that. Yeah, with a lot of social skills. A lot of social skills. For me, they lacked social skills. They were awkward. Like, it's, there's yeah. nothing worse. I think the thing is, social skills develop when you actually interact with people. But within the so many rules that bound them, the interactions lack natural. So dealing with this kind of stuff uh, smoothly wouldn't be a priority at all. He's her superior, and he can't show that she he's displeased. In a modern setting, we would spare her. Nobody spared yeah. her. She was rude. They showed her that yes. she shouldn't have said that. But and they just nice? Thinking about it, it's better. Yeah. Because she should learn her, her lesson. She doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> I really doubt this was a first. Actually, there is another thing that I don't quite understand. When Caroline... It starts, uh, there is this uh, soiree where they, uh, I don't know, yeah, Mr. Darcy is writing and um, yeah. Lizzie, I don't know what she's doing, her needlework uh, or something. reading a book. I reading a book. Yeah. I don't know why I said needlework. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> That's what they And uh, Caroline starts walking around the room. Yes. Have a tour of the room or something like that. When she uh, invites yeah, uh, Lizzie. Lizzie to go with her. What I don't understand, but then again, like, Caroline, mm. I don't know what comes <laughs> what into her doing? head. I don't know what she's thinking. <laughs> because... She's trying to catch Darcy's eye, and it doesn't work when she's walking along. Yeah. It doesn't work. So, she's smart enough to know that if she invites Lizzie oh, to join her, yeah, he Darcy will, uh... will gonna... And he yeah, did stop. He does. But what's the... it defeats the purpose. You're trying yes. to seduce him. I told you, she does stuff the poor... Really? The... Oh, honey, what are you doing? She wants him to look up. But he doesn't look up for her. He doesn't Wait, bother for her. And before her. that, she took a book. That was the second... Oh, oh that, that was such a oh. bad... Such an event. <laughs> I know, you just want oh, to power yourself. My heart. <laughs> she took a book that was just because he was reading the first part of it. And she took the second. That broke my heart a bit. Because obviously yeah. you wouldn't understand the thing. Yeah. What are, you, what are you doing? I don't think she even could read it. <laughs> she went a few pages. Now, Lizzie is surprised. Uh, in the book, now, I, I don't remember her reaction from the movie. I think she was a bit surprised, too. In the book, they, it is yeah. clearly said that she's surprised. But because I thought that this is a strange thing to ask someone. Very but I thought, you know, maybe that setting. Again, this is the things that show she's not quite a gentlewoman. How would you invite, like, uh, such an activity? Imagine, That's like, nobody does that. Imagine, yeah. like, in a modern... Okay, let's, <laughs> let's play that game. <laughs> Imagine today you would have your friends over and say something as weird as, oh, let's all take a shower now. (laughs) (laughs) That would be just a surprise. Oh, man. Given Lizzie's reaction, it's the same. (laughs) 
it's not it's like reading or taking up needlework. Yes. Needlework, yeah. like nobody would. Stop. What are you doing? It was like that. What What are you asking me to do? In the modern setting, taking up needlework during a soiree would be very weird. You're sitting with a group of friends and you take up needlework. What the hell? Actually, we do have like our same um, kind of paradox because yeah. phones. Exactly. Yeah. Like it yeah. would be rude. To have Extremely. friends over yeah. and to whip, up, whip a up a book. Yeah. Just in front of your friend, just like that, and reading a novel Absolutely. in his face. Yeah. But if you do it with a phone, reading yeah. the same book. Actually, there's a thing I read about. I told you about it. What? That hostesses, I read about it in the context of um, country parties. So this is maybe a country it's different. party. No, a party is when you invite people for two Oh, weeks. and nobody invited Sick Jane. <laughs> Please leave Sick Jane alone, <laughs> poor girl. Now I pity her. In the, in the context of country parties, but maybe it's the same because she's entertaining the country, you're not expected to keep your guests busy. They're expected to entertain themselves. If you're a gentleman, go play billiard in the library or something. Alone. Yes, it doesn't matter what you do. To pick up a book, pick up needlework. She's not expected to find you something to do. So, so this is not very weird. One has a book, one has needlework. That's what, how it works. No, that I didn't think it was weird. If it's like you see someone from time to time, yeah. we have conversations. Yeah. But if they just invite themselves over... <laughs> Again, come, coming back to that. Getting sick at your you? house. <laughs> convalescing at your house. Of course I'm not going to entertain them. <laughs> I'm going to barely give them food. I really hope no one gets sick at your home. Uninvited? No. Oh, now we have the long-awaited. What? Mr. Collins comes in. Oh, is Mr. Yes. Collins in the house? Yes. Mr. Collins in the house! Woohoo! <laughs> no, no, no. Before that, he writes a letter. Jane Austen introduces Mr. Collins through his letter first, yeah. and then you see him, so it's kind of a confirmation oh, of who he is. He's a pompous ass in yeah. writing, he's a pompous ass in, in person. In person, too. <laughs> That's why we have the feeling he's short. Pompousasses can't be, like, tall and young. No, I think young gives it even more, like, a bratty thing to it. Like, Not he's 25 bratty, and... Pretentious. Shut the fuck up. What do you know You're about 25, life? 25, yeah. Go back to your mother's tit. <laughs> when Mr. Collins comes in, and I loved Mr. Bennet. Like, Mr. Bennet has his things. The wit that we see in Elizabeth. In Elizabeth. Yeah. And the dark humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of he good. enjoys people not understanding irony. He loves oh, that. Oh, poor Mr. Cullen was a perfect. Yeah. <laughs> really? Just just yeah. give him a bit of a push. Talk about Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Oh, yeah. He steers yeah. him towards that. <laughs> Well, right away he has the instinct that this is the subject for him. Yes, it's his favorite thing to talk about. Affability and condescension. Such condescension. What the hell? What kind of person likes being treated with condescension? Well, Maybe I, think, I thought different. you would tell me about this. What? Because it's not the same uh, meaning that we mean today. Condescension oh. today. Yeah. What it means. Meaning someone really? is talking down to you. Yes. I think it means something else. Like it means someone is your... Superior, oh. and he shouldn't even and gracing you exactly. with the with their attention. Yeah, maybe. like he shouldn't even acknowledge your existence. Yeah, but such condescension. <laughs> what is your favorite scene? What in the whole book? Yeah, I think my favorite would be the refusal of the proposal <laughs> between no My favorite scene. Oh, that was the such proposal. a scene. Yeah, and how he was insisting. 
insisting and in such a manner like she said no and the thing is I was so I felt it in my bones like she I felt she was annoyed and angry and she couldn't express it they can't express anger yeah they don't have words for it like now you need to fuck off I think the way she reacts was the equivalent to fuck off I think it's yeah at the end she ends up begging him to consider her (laughs) as a rational creature (laughs) and not an elegant female Oh yeah, the, 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 I love the, the, that. Hilarious. Like, please don't consider me an elegant female. <laughs> I have a brain. <laughs> and I'm telling you no. Yeah, I thought about it, and I'm sure I don't want your ass. <laughs> talking about the Colin, uh, the Collinses. <laughs> the Collinses. There's no Collinses for now. No, talking about shameless Mr. Colin. Yeah. Right away, being uh, refused by Elizabeth. Oh yeah, he just goes and fishes oh, someone he else. Rises from his ashes, Mr. Colin. And he did it like twice. What? First, oh, Jane, Jane, Jane to Lizzie. Yeah, to Lizzie, and then Lizzie to Charlotte. Of course. He's Just very like practical him. like that, Mr. Collins. He doesn't yeah. lose his head. Right away to Miss Lucas. <laughs> and Charlotte accepts him. Uh, I like Charlotte. Yeah, she's very pragmatic. I like her. Even though she's... Um, we get the impression of Elizabeth, because she gets very angry at her. Because maybe Lizzie would be in such a desperate... Would be, like, if something so incredible as Mr. Darcy proposing to her didn't happen. Mm. Lizzie would have ended up being more of a realist at the end. At the age of yes, twenty-seven, of course. yeah, she would have realized that her situation is dire. Is dire, mm. and uh, Charlotte doesn't try to make excuses for Mister Collins. No, doesn't... she knows exactly where she's going, and Ex- I like that about her. I like yeah. that about her, and you feel that okay, this is what happens then. A silly man like Mister Collins comes along, yeah. and she cannot refuse him. She cannot pass him over because because she knows it. exactly she's not going to get another chance or another proposal at probably twenty-seven. Not. Yeah, at twenty-seven. Yeah, With a man not. who has like. Uh, a good living. A house of his own. Yes. And connections. Lady Catherine de Bourgh. <laughs> Only one connection, but actually this is how important it is. Of course. Is she made him. Yeah, yeah, she mm. gave him a big living for his age. Yeah, so Charlotte like has to accept Mr. Collins and consider herself lucky, which is really sad. It is, but at the time there is no concept of working or career or making your own way. And that actually uh, startled me. It was very sad that you, as a woman, your importance is your prospects, your fortune, where you come from, where yeah. your parents, your lineage and such things. And none of it, none of it is your responsibility. You can't help it. You can't improve your prospects. You can't work to make more money and have a better fortune. No. You can't change your lineage. You can't change who your parents are. And in their case, the parents are a disgrace and they should marry the first decent guy they meet. And that's what... Jane was about to do with yeah. Uh, Bingley. Yeah. Because I think Bingley was probably the first decent prospect she had. But then he goes away and comes back. Actually, about him going away, uh, I have an example of Jane showing some good sense. Oh, you have something good about Jane. <laughs> yeah, finally. Uh, I wrote this down. She says, If they believed him attached to me, talking about Mr. Bingley, they would not try to part us. Which is, you know, she's an idiot for thinking yeah. that. If he were so, they could not succeed. Which has always bothered me with Bingley. How easily he went away. That's the thing. His his character. No, he's not fickle. He's convinced easily. And it's we learn later that Mr. Darcy is the one who convinces him. Oh, talking about that. Yes. What kind of bitch move is that? What, again, how can the you go meddling. To your fr- the meddling yeah. in the private. No, but again, then we learn he heard the mother shouting at a party that she was going, her daughter was going to marry someone with five thousand pounds a year. <laughs> okay. 
course he's gonna think she's a fortune hunter. So? And it wasn't that that made him decide to tell him. It was Jane's indifference. Even if that's true, that has nothing to do with him. What's eating his ass? Well, I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you keep defending him. Mr. De- You're in love. If- no, I'm not. You are. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure a lot of people understand if I were. No one would blame me. Oh, they all do. But just actually, saying. no, he's not my favorite in the uh, Jane Austen. Who is? No, Mr. I'm not. Collins, I knew it. <laughs> Why do you look so happy? I meant Jane Austen books. Like, he's not my favorite in the hall. Mr. Knightley is my favorite. Is he? We'll get to that one soon enough. So, uh, after Bingley runs off to London, uh, Jane goes off to stay with her aunt and uncle, and uh, And, uh, Lizzie... Yeah, they both go to stay with relatives. A relative for For months on end. end. So, seriously. (laughs) Again? Again, sick Jane? No, come on. Elizabeth goes to see Charlotte. So Charlotte invited her. Didn't say come and stay two months. She just said invited her This is her what to they visit. do, like to invite... Oh, okay, so the prospect of uh, traveling I is know, not the I same know. concept. Of like course. you travel for a week on a, on a coach, you don't stay for two days and come back. You stay for six weeks. <laughs> you can stay like... What? For One a week? A week. No. A week is decent. I, I really think you have uh, a horror of people, first of all. <laughs> Uh, well, a horror of people staying uninvited, but really, like, <laughs> listen, they're newlyweds. Why are you trying to convince... Really? Wait, wait, wait. They're Please. newlyweds. Let's, let's stop this right now. I do what? not want to hear anything about Mr. Colin being newlywed. <laughs> Why? He's a man with human feelings and dignity. And you know what? I'm sure he was a virgin, too. Uh, what? <laughs> so he must have tried everything on poor Charlotte. Yeah, but he did it with a lot of condescension. So now let's go to another shameful scene. Yeah, which one? There are so many. Lizzie going to Pemberley. Oh. Uninvited. Again, apparently they love doing that in the family. Yeah. Uh, now the aunt and uncle, they don't know about the whole history of Lizzie and Darcy. She knows. Why doesn't she? Why does she accept? She protests, but she can't explain it. And he ex- she accepted when she knew for sure that he wasn't there. Okay, still, there is a risk. And plus, what are you doing going into the man's house when you just refused him in a very strong yeah. way? I think the assertiveness we have, we can have today. It's really not the same to the same degree. They can't really say no and this is my final word. Oh, there right. is none of that. If someone invites you, either you give a good reason or you come. I think she could have said that she was uh, she was sick. <laughs> she could have said that she, she could have just said yeah. that she didn't want to go. Deep down, she wanted to maybe. <laughs> That's what I want to come to. Oh. I think she has a curiosity. Yeah. Because, now I'm going to contradict myself, because first I said that I I think this is yeah. a romance. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. She refused him. And then she went back home. She told Jane about the refusal. Yeah. Jane didn't say, like, why this is the, this is one in a lifetime uh, yeah. proposal for you. It's not going to happen again. Jane, of course, didn't say any of that. She just asked if she was in love with him or something. It's Jane. It's Jane. Lizzie never, ever expressed regret. What do you mean exactly? I mean, she could have thought, like, we could have had that uh, insight into her mind that she's thinking, too bad he was so rude. She gets it later. After seeing Pemberley. No, after he changes drastically. After seeing Pemberley. 
after yeah 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 and after he changes drastically he wait 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 I agree with you in part of he does he's so agreeable to her after, aunt and ankle but, but her aunt actually asks her is this the same person you told us about he's so agreeable I know like yeah. they, she kind of Austin kind of paired them together she yeah. put Lizzie seeing Pemberley for the first time yeah and Lizzie saying oh yeah I know to be mistress of Pemberley yeah. might be something yeah she, we never heard her think. Or say to be the wife of that man might be something. Yeah. Because he is a good match. Either way, even even with all his Would faults, mm-hmm. it was that or Mr. Colin. I mean, it's not like uh, there is a lot of him in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, the thing is, she jokes about it later. Yeah. To Jane that yeah. uh, she accepted him after seeing Pemberley. Yeah, that's a good thing yeah, that yeah, you pointed yeah. that out because she jokes about it. And I think Lizzie, when she does that, oh, she's because she too. has that sense of humor about herself. Yeah. And she is self-aware. Yeah. It's yeah. not like it's v- it's a strange idea. Of course it not. It crossed her mind. Yeah. And I don't see anything bad with that. No, no, I don't think yeah. it, uh, it's just I think it's uh, it makes it a better book. It's that's yeah, exactly. It's not but just because of he's tall yeah. and dark and handsome and proud yeah. and rude to her and she likes it. <laughs> no. She saw the property. She knows where she comes from. Yeah. She saw what she refused. She saw it. And she knew before, but then she saw it. Mr. Darcy actually appears unexpectedly. And yeah. the funny thing is he's described to blush. He blushes at the sight oh, of Elizabeth. That, and that was kind of, ah. That's breeding for you. Yeah, he blushes right? for her. And she's a, she is a commoner. I'm sorry she is. <laughs> what the hell is she doing? She was No, it's ashamed. not a common thing to do at all. What? You can't visit the house if the master is not here. Not he when you did. just refuse them. Oh, yeah. Today, I forgot that. I forgot that. He blushes. And he's very different in a familiar environment. He's affable. He's kind. He invited her, her yeah. uncle to fish in his pond or something. Like in his lake. Not a pond. So that he doesn't <laughs> I'm still embarrassed. Yeah, for a modern day. When does it even happen? Like when you read something and you blush. This is one Oh, yeah. Them. It happened like twice. The carriage and the uh, and this. What carriage? The carriage <gasps> incident. <laughs> Did you forget Sick Jane? Sick Jane, how could I forget? <laughs> but the thing that really gives me the shivers is the Lydia episode. And it was in front of Mr. Darcy. Oh, man. And so they receive a letter. I mean, yes. Lizzie receives a letter from Jane. Mm, from Jane. Telling her that she's gone off. And again, really, the cow, she what? tries to excuse it. Like, the they must have some is... reason, yeah. They want to fuck. That's, what, that's, that's the reason. Uh, you want to bang your sister? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this what is... he wants to do. Oh, no, actually, this is the thing. I kind of figured it out. He was running away from the regiment. No? Oh, he has Yeah, debts. because he had, like, accumulated too much debt. Yeah. So while going, Lydia, she's the one who was flirting with him. He wasn't very interested in her. I got that. Yeah. So he thought it might be fun to just drag her with him. He had no intention of marrying her. I know. Yeah. But the thing is... Okay, there was money. Yeah. There was money and he married her. But he couldn't have known beforehand that there was money. That's why he wasn't going to marry her. Yeah, but he was just going to kidnap a woman. Couldn't have they uh, set the law against him? No. It's not kidnapping. She went with her her own leg. He didn't tie her up. It was just a bit of fun. It was a win-win. Like the win-win that he got in the end is money and marrying Lady out, which he didn't want, but bah. She it's comes already with money like now. A, yeah, she comes with money, which is really terrible. What kind of absence of self-respect do you have? They have to pay him to marry you, 
and you're happy about it. Well, actually, that's what kind of uh, makes Lydia... Uh, like, I feel for her for the first time. What? On the account of her future. Oh. Like, uh, when you imagine what her life is going to be. Yeah. When she gets older, he's gonna mistreat her for sure. Yeah. It feels like that. Mm. It feels like uh, Wickham would not... Has no respect for her. No love, of course. No affection, of course. But mm. no respect. But she doesn't either. For him? Yeah. She loves him. She loves him in her teenage way. I don't think she does. I think I she think does. I think he was just there. Yeah, but I think, no, she chose... Because, as you said, she was the one who chose him. Yeah. She's kind of proud to have him as a husband. Yeah. I wonder why. Not even have was... him. I think she's proud of being the first married at 16. She's mimicking her mother. Mm. Because her mother actually just celebrates that. Yeah, but she has some unhappy future ahead of her. Because her mother got lucky with Mr. Bennett, who is, you know, a kind man. He's good-humored. And I don't think Wickham is. No, he's a scoundrel. Yeah. So now towards the end, we have uh, the visit of Lady Catherine de Bourgh oh, to yes. the house. I have no idea of that. If this you is... can call that a visit. No, it's Just not. Just barging in. Yeah. In the morning. And uh, Mrs. Bennet flattening herself. Mrs. Bennet, you would expect it, but Lady Catherine... What kind of behavior is that? I mean, even if you are... Yeah, she's very, very rude. And she even she was even opening doors. Really? I don't yeah. remember that. No, she oh was my opening Lord. doors. Doors that are oh, closed. Oh, yeah, and she talked about like how the drawing room with the, was uh, not, wasn't light enough. Or they, some criticism, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she did say something about how it didn't get the light since it was... Uh, Just couldn't believe the yeah. rudeness. Of course, Lizzie doesn't give in. She wants yeah. her to promise her not to... Yeah, not to get not engaged. To get I wonder, like, if Lizzie said that uh, he did, and I refused your son, your nephew. Oh, Should have, like dropped on the spot. That would have been something. Yeah. Oh, and the way Lady Catherine Ware left uh, Longbourn, it was so hilarious. I... Like the most insulting things you could say to Elizabeth. She's very angry. She's furious. I take no leave of you. Of your mother, no. No, I take no leave of you. I send no compliments to your mother. <laughs> Well, your mother deserves it. Yeah, yeah, she does not deserve any compliments. Okay, so uh, two marriages, two good marriages, happy... Well, you couldn't have a better ending. Yeah, you anyone. can't, of course. It's uh, all over good. Which is kind of uh, a bit much, I would say. Yeah, a bit Disney-like. Okay, so this is maybe the time to... Because we are getting tired and hot in this cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the middle of the summer. We're famished. Yeah, we um, are too hungry to continue. <laughs> hot. And kind of delirious, I think. <laughs> I think so. I think I'm seeing stuff. Mm-hmm.